Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for the Flikute Halochas, Yoradea, Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Ribis, Halocha Hei. We're in the middle of Paragraph Chof. We're up to, in, in the printed version that I have, it begins with a subparagraph, V'chol ze nishtalshel mi kitrug hamalochem. The last words of the previous year were, U'kamoykein hu b'chol dor v'dor. We dedicate the learning today, Lilu Nishmas, Hirachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, Rosa Basi Tamar, and also for the uh, wishing a happy birthday to two close friends, Eliezer Danish, Joel Atkin. All of us should celebrate Simchas Mitzvahim. We dedicate the learning also for a complete Rafu Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia. David ben Behia, Shengel Basleya, Yehuda ben Rivka Rochel, Yehuda Leib Yitzchok ben Zahava, Yuspendel Basketleya, Sarochel Bas Yuspendel, Avivilano Bas Yuspendel, Yehudes Ruchama Bas Chavarus, Tuv Yitzvi ben Chayaliza, Miriam Sora Liana Bas Yudis Treira, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Simcha Sora Bas Ahuva, Chaim Aryeh ben Brocha, Nisim ben Rivka, Shlom Nisim ben Mazel, Avram David ben Chana, Hinda Chasa bas Chana, Yehuda ben Saramaya, Rus Alexandra Estachaya bas Luna Patricia, Mazel bat Zahava, Moshe David Elio ben Risha, Jonas ben Hilda, Shira Dvoira bas Miriam, Avigail Brocha bas Shira Dvoira, Soralea bas Chavaliba, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Nosel Yehuda ben Tali, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudes Gila, Eitan Yoel ben Edna, Besoich Shar David Lei ben Shena, Besoich Shar Choyle Yisroel. Rabbi Nosenzal is discussing the issue of Machloikis among Klal Yisroel and how it goes back to the original complaint of the angels when Hashem asked them whether he should go ahead with the creation of man and the angels of Emes said not to. Rav Nosenzal says now, V'chol nishtalshel mi kitrug hamalochim. All of this machloikis on earth, and especially the machloikis among the Jews, among religious Jews, is an extension of that original complaint, pr- prosecution of the angels. She'kitrugu al Odom, who spoke against the creation of man. She'mishom nimshach kol koyach ha that's where the Yitzhahara draws his power from. She'ikr koichoi alidei machloikis. And what fuels the Yitzhahara, what gives him the greatest strength, is when there is conflict among us, among Jews. She'nimshach alidei she'nislabesh b'hacholkim v'hamisnagdim kitrug hamalochmanal. And how does this machloikis take place among religious Jews? It's a result of, the, of that complaint, that original negativity of those angels saying, don't create man, that negativity cloaking itself in those people who oppose tzaddikim, oppose chassidim. nimshach And where, do, where does that power come from? From what we mentioned earlier. Mashem midas ho'emes biatzmoi. From the fact that Hashem's attribute of truth, when it went into the Malachim, it complained, it, it took a negative position about the creation of man. And that's the original source of all of the conflict and complaints and opposition that takes place down here on earth. Bifrat ben hatamidichachomim, especially the conflict among the religious people, among the rabbis. She'ikar hamachloikis alidei ho emes kanal. The main root of the machloikis is emes, this emes that we're referring to. Hainu alidei bechinanal shekosavnu lamalo regarding what we spoke about earlier, shegam ho'emes bi'atzmoi eino yochoi lahasig amitas 
Even the attribute of emes itself cannot understand the essence of Hashem. And just like it cannot achieve, cannot understand the essence of Hashem, so too it cannot understand the full depth of Hashem's wisdom. Because Hashem and Hashem's wisdom are one. Vishom ikaroho emes la amitoi, and it's kaviochol in the essence of Hashem. In Hashem's wisdom, that's where there exists the highest form of truth, what we're calling emes la amitoi. Avoltekev kishemishtal shelho emes meitoi. However, the moment this mid of emes leaves Hashem kaviochol, ad sheboel hamalochen to the point where it drops a level, it goes into the angels, who are not Hashem, then immediately, the full, full depth of Hashem's truth is no longer obvious, it's no longer visible, it's hidden. Because the understanding of Hashem's true Deep truth, that's something that's completely from, hidden from all of Hashem's creations. And it's impossible for anything in creation to get to really know what Hashem's real, real, true intention is. No angel, no sorof can realize that. Other than the, the souls of the highest, greatest level tzadikim, who will be zoicheh through their actions, through their serving Hashem, they will be zeichet to achieve a realization of what Hashem's real intention is, what Hashem really wants. And that's going to be the ultimate reward of the greatest of tzaddikim, kayadua, as is known in the Holy Sforim. And the main advantage that these tzaddikim have over angels and over everybody else is because of the fact that these tzaddikim lived in this world and were faced with challenges. They had choices to make. And how does Bechira come about? The moment that the emes, the element of truth, was removed from Hashem itself, immediately it became impossible for anything else or anyone else to really know what Hashem really, really wants, the true depth of Hashem's wisdom. To the point where the Torah shows us that the Mida of Emes itself opposed the creation of man, and said that Hashem should not create man, even though we know today, we know 100% that Hashem's true will and Hashem's wisdom and Hashem's truth dictated that we should, yes, create man. As we see, that Hashem did go ahead with the creation of man. And if that's the case, there's a, an, it's, there's a tremendous question on that medrash. What's going on? The medrash says, truth said, don't create man. The Iker Dedina Pircha at Lechoira. 
And, and the, the essence of that midrash itself seems to be paradoxical. Ech Omar, how does the Medrash tell us Shemidas Ho'emes Kitre How could the element of truth complain and say not to create not to create man? Ech Nikra Emes. Then how can that be Emes? How can that be called Emes? Since it does not conform with Hashem's true will. Because we see with our eyes that Hashem did create man, which according to that medrash is the opposite of the truth. And if that's the case, why are we calling it truth? How could it be truth if it's going against Hashem? However, most definitely, this attribute of truth, which took a negative position about the creation of man, their complaints were justified, and their words were true. Everything they said were true. Ki Amra Shaloyi the Mid of Emes said, don't create man, Shekula Shkorim, because man will be full of lies. This world is called Oilama Sheker, wall to wall lies. Vechenhu Emes, and that is true. as we see with our eyes. Avalafal Pikain, however, even though that's true, To'o Ho Emes Biatsmoi, the Emes itself was mistaken. Because this Mida of Emes, these Malachim of Emes, could not perceive what Hashem really wants, what Hashem's real intention is, what the highest level of Emes really is. And so too these angels of Emes could not realize what the great Sadiqim would actually realize. Sheyasigu amitas ho emes daiko. They would achieve an understanding of the real emes, the highest level of emes. Al yedei sheyesh achizo lahasheker. As a result of them operating in this physical world where sheker exists, because it is impossible to understand the full, deep truth of Hashem to the point where even those angels who are called angels of truth couldn't understand, couldn't realize what Hashem's true intention is. To the point where it resulted in these malachim taking a negative position and speaking against what Hashem's intentions were. And this itself is what really enlightens us to realize how great the holy tzaddikim really are. Because as a result of this whole process we've described here, this is what has created a situation where we in this world are faced with choices. And these tzaddikim, with their incredible great strength, they eliminated the, 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 the choice and they withstood the tests. They made the right choices always. They chose well. They chose properly with incredible effort. It wasn't easy to overcome temptations, to, to succeed in, in all the different challenges. In this physical, materialistic world. And as a result of this, 
they succeeded in clarifying and refining the real truth from this world while being in this physical materialistic world. Because it's impossible for anything in creation to realize the real truth, the purest truth, other than from this world, from this materialistic world, when one is to stand up to the tests and challenges and succeed, where to be to this level of emes, it's only individuals that not even in every generation, means extraordinary individuals that could come once in 10 generations or once in 20 generations, like an Avraham Avinu, Avram Yitzchok Yaakov, like a, a Rabbi Shimon Bar Yichoi, like a, an Ariza, like a Baal Shem Toiv. May their merits protect us. Avol Hamalochim, whereas the angels, Afilu Hanikroim Emes, even those angels who are called true and truth, they cannot achieve, they cannot realize the, the, the truth of Hashem's, the, the full depth of the truth of Hashem. We know there's a Pasuk in Koheles that, that capsulizes this and it's quoted often, in order to appreciate the, the greatness of light, it requires, it's only from darkness. From darkness, one can appreciate and realize the true value and the difference between light and, and everything else. So this world, which is called choyshech, Choshech means darkness, and Choshech also means obstacles, challenges. You did not withhold your son, Yitzhak Avinu, from offering him as a korban. So it's only min coming from darkness, coming from obstacles, that one can really have the full appreciation of light, really, really know what light is all about. What's light and what's higher, what's real light? And, and it's from this that there evolves the great, great conflict in all the generations. Whereby there are those who oppose the great, great tzaddikim such as the brothers of Yosef HaTzadik op- opposing Yosef HaTzadik. Sheheim bechinas nekudas ho'emes. These greatest of tzadikim, they are the essence, the highest level of emes. Ki afal pi shegam sharei ha-tamidich ha-chomim v'tzadikim heim tzadike emes, because although the other rabbis and the other tzadikim can also be referred to as tzaddike emes. This is a question that people ask me often throughout the years. Is, is, is Rabbi Nezal the only tzaddik emes? Are other tzaddikim not tzaddike emes? Here Rabbi Nezal spells it out very, very clearly. Even though other talmidei chachamim and other tzaddikim are also tzaddike emes, However, they have not yet experienced the seven waters, which are hinted to in the story in Supremaisius, the tenth story in Supremaisius of the Berger and the Oni, the businessman and the poor person. There, Rabbi Nezal tells a very long, complex, deep, incredible story and in one part of the story there's a girl who's a princess who's very very special and she originally was promised by her mother her mother promised her to the son of the burger because of a whole many many special reasons why she was promised that she will 
be the wife of the son of the Berger. And then the world turns over a hundred times and, 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 she, she, and she and the Berger find themselves running for their lives to escape. And they go through, they experience seven different bodies of water, a river and a mikvah and a stream and a this and that. And then afterwards they get separated and then there are different people that attempt to be her suitor. They attempt to come and say that they are her true husband. And each one performs, each one performs in an incredible way to show her, to prove to her that they are her true husband. And then at one point she says to each one of them, but you haven't been through the seven waters. You didn't go through the seven waters, so you can't be my true suitor. This is alluding to a person who experiences waves, waves after waves that, that pass over the person, like in the story with Rabbi Akiva, that one time he went out on a ship and one of the rabbis saw that ship with, that had Rabbi Akiva on it and they saw that the ship sank in the ocean. And then a couple of days, and they, they assumed that Rabbi Akiva was dead. And then a short while later, Rabbi Akiva comes into the base medrash and they say to him, Weren't you on that ship that sank? He said, yes, I was, most definitely. So how are you here? Didn't you, go, didn't you fall into the ocean, into the, the sea? He said, yes, definitely. And they said, what did you do? How did you deal with the waves, the waves in the sea? He said, each time, each time a, a big wave came towards me, I put my head down and I let the wave pass over and I went further. And that's how I survived. And this is a famous expression in Breslov based on this story and based on this Likuti Alochais, where the, 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 the princess said, you, didn't, you, you haven't been through the seven waters yet. Meaning, you haven't experienced all the challenges that it takes to get a person to the level of a Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi, to get a person to the level of a Rabbi Nizal, that kind of level. And these tzaddikim, these talmidichachomim, weren't tested. They didn't go through that level of purification. Alkain, therefore, we know, for example, I, I, I never worked at this, but I've heard about it. When a new machine comes out, when a new car comes out on the market that's being made from a new type of metal or something, before they actually put it on the market, they're going to test it. They want to see because these cars are going to be sold in Alaska and these cars are going to be sold in Las Vegas. Here the temperature is minus XYZ and there the temperature is plus 110 in, in Arizona, 110, 150. And they want to make sure that the metal that this car is made from can withstand all kinds of cold, all kinds of heat. So these other tzaddikim, these other tamid chachamim, have not been tested in, in this manner. Alkain, therefore, even in those cases where their intentions are true, they mean the truth, they mean well. Unfortunately, this negativity of these angels who took a negative position against Hashem about the creation of man, this negativity has cloaked itself in them specifically. To the point where this truth, this truth itself, causes them to be mistaken and to speak against and oppose the greatest and holiest of the tzaddikim. And because of the fact that this negativity isn't up in heaven, it's not in the world of the angels, it's down here in this physical materialistic world, which is very materialistic, and this world is full of all kinds of klipos and lies. Therefore, in this world, when this kitrug manifests itself, 
כשטוען על ידי האמס שאינו מזוכר כנ"ל, when these תלמידי חכמים, when these צדיקים, when they make a mistake as a result of a truth that is not 100% pure, יכולים לקלקל הרבה מאוד חס ושלום. They can, go to, they can go very far, they can veer very far off the course at sheyatir ritzicha ushfichas domem mamish to the point where they can say it's permitted to kill, to murder it's one who is really a tzaddik. Who did such a thing? Who, who did such a thing? The sons of Yaakov Avinu, the Shiftei Kor, said it's permissible, it's a mitzvah. They made a bezdin, and as a bezdin, they declared and they included the Shekhinah. And, and they, they came to the conclusion that it's a mitzvah to, put Yo- to murder Yosef HaTzadik. Kasheron uroyin ribuy hachurbonois shegormu hamachloikis. As we see the incredible destruction that was caused by machloikis, be made David v'shol. For example, during the time of David HaMelech and Shol HaMelech, two great tzaddikim, u'bifrat be made by Yisheni, and especially during the time of the second Beis HaMikdosh, shenechrav alidei sinas chinam, where the Gemara tells us it was destroyed as a result of unwarranted, unjustified hate. K'mayisham Rabbi Seinazal, as the Gemara says, v'ayin b'medrish, Al Posuk Ta'abed Doivre Chozov. The Medrash Rabbah, which, which in, in, in Bereshis chapter 32, the Medrash there expounds on the Posuk, may they be destroyed, those who speak falsely. And the Medrash there says that the word Doivre there is written without, without a vav. So it could be doivre or divre, the speakers or the words, the lies. And the Medrash says there, Zehiter this rabbi, Achitoifel, who was at one point Dover Amelech's Rebbe, and then he went to the other side. He joined Shol Hamelech against Dover Amelech, and he told Shol Hamelech that there's no problem taking Dover Amelech's wife and giving her away to someone else, giving her to Palti ben Laish. Why? Because Dovid HaMelech is a dead man. He's got a contract on him. Shol HaMelech is going to kill him. He has an army. We're, we're going to murder him. So it's as if he's dead, and a dead person, his wife, is permissible. This is what the Medrash says. This is what Achitoifel said. And murder, to go kill Dovid HaMelech. And to kill, like, like the, the Av Bezn, Doyeg Huadoimi, went ahead and murdered the Koyhanim in the city of Noiv Ira Koyhanim because they helped Dovid HaMelech. V'hakoyl al emes. And all of this was based on truth. These were Talmidei Chachamim. Ki yesh shnei minei emes. Because there are two levels of emes. Yesh emes la'amitoi. There's the ultimate, highest level, purest level of truth. Where a person understands and knows the thing the way it really is. There's a lower level of emes, where the intentions are good, the person means well. But the person is making a mistake. And regarding this, there are many different variations and versions of this. There are many times that somebody does something to some, for somebody else because they want to help them. And the person says, what do you do that? I didn't ask you to do that. I know, but I, I saw you needed help. So I, you helped me? You know what you just did? There are, there are cases where the mistake is huge. It's a big mistake. And a person who puts in a little bit of effort will be able to realize immediately their mistake. There's another person whose mistake is much more fine. 
much more delicate. Where it requires much, much more effort to get to a level where the person will realize their mistake and be able to clarify what's really right. And then there's another person whose mistake is even more fine and delicate. The more fine the mistake, it takes greater effort and getting to a much higher level to be able to differentiate, to be able to realize that that looks real. It looks mamisha. It's not. It's almost real. We know here again, people go to buy a gold ring or a diamond ring, and a person goes in and put the... It's $35,000, this ring, and take a look. Here, I'll show you the glass, look at it. You see, it's pure, no cracks, nothing, nothing. Person pays 35000 then they show it to somebody else who's a real mumcha, and looks at it and says, look, there's a flaw here. There's a... What do you mean? I looked at it, I used it, I looked, I, I saw. You, you didn't see, you don't know how to see. You can't see what I can see. To the point where there's a person whose mistake is extremely, extremely fine. To the point where it's impossible to clarify that mistake, to realize that mistake, without incredible, incredible effort, the person literally killing themselves for Hashem, going to the highest levels. This describes the, the work and effort of the greatest, of the greatest, of the holiest tzaddikim, again, individuals who come once in many generations, who struggled with incredible, incredible efforts, and they experienced bitterness and difficulties and struggles countless, and they withstood countless tests, and they sacrificed their, themselves on behalf of the Jewish people throughout their entire lives. To the point where they were through these kinds of Herculean efforts, they were to be able to, to achieve the real, real highest, purest level of truth, which no angel, not the highest level's angels, can achieve. And the Gemara tells us that it's specifically for these tzaddikim that Hashem created the entire world. As the Gemara says in the beginning of Brachas regarding this Pasuk in Koheles, because this one is referred to as Kol All of mankind, all of mankind is Zeh. This one, this individual, is a composite of all of mankind. Just like the Gemara tells us, there was a woman who gave birth to 600,000 in one shot. Who is this? Yocheved, the mother of Moshe Rabbeinu, who gave birth to Moshe Rabbeinu, who is compared to all 600,000 Jews in one. The word Moshe, the mem is 40, the shin is 300. 40 times 300 is 12,000. The hay is five. 12,000 times five is 60,000. And the Gemara tells us Moshe Rabbeinu is 10 amas tall. Moshe Rabbeinu is 600,000. We see by the Arizal that Reb Chaim Vitalzal asked him, Rebbe, tell me, tell me how, how. How did you get to a different level than all the other great, great rabbis in this generation? The Beis Yosef, Rabbi Yosef Karoi, the Al Shechakodesh, the authors of the Shulchan Aruch. The Arizal said, I worked very hard. Reb Chaim Vital came back and said, So did they. The Arizal said, I worked harder. I worked harder. 
and he gave examples. He said there were times that I studied a piece in the Zohar Kodesh. I worked on it for days and nights to understand it. And then I finished, I thought I got it, and I went further, and then it was revealed to me a few days later that I don't have the right pshat yet. I had to go back and work again, and struggle, and struggle, and struggle, till people think abracadabra, a person became the Arizal, a person became a big tzaddik, the tzaddikim shows. The Gemara tells us about Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi, 13 years in the cave. Avraham Avinu spent 10 years underground. He was put in prison underground. Yosef Hatzadik, 12 years in prison. What were they doing there? Playing hockey? Like the watching, tele- there was no television then to watch, like in today's prisons. No, no, no. They were screaming to Hashem, pleading, begging Hashem, reaching higher and higher levels of purity. We find Rabbeinazal himself. Rabbeinazal told us a little bit about what he did as a child to get to, to, to certain levels. And again, Rabbeinazal himself said, that he broke his body, he smashed, he shattered his body and everything to come to a realization that there's a better way, that there's a better way. And he taught us the better way is through tefillah, that, tefillah, that through, through real, real proper tefillah, a person could accomplish more, better, more quickly with no side effects what could be accomplished through sigufim and everything. And just this past Shabbos was Parshas Noyach, at Shalashudas, I spoke about a chapter on Likud Imran, chapter 112 in Likud Imran. There, Rabbein Zal gives us a little bit of an idea of what he's talking about in tefillah. Tefillah doesn't mean, Hashem, good morning, thank you for everything, I need everything, have a nice day. That, that's not tefillah. He's talking about real, real tefillah. A person, the, the Zohar Kodesh says, the Pasuk, Ki Olecho Hoyrapnu Kol Hayoim. We, Hashem, we kill ourselves over you all day, the Zohar Kodesh says that refers to tefillah. Tefillah with Mesiras Nefesh. A person really, really trying very, very hard to concentrate when they're davening, to look in the sitter, to look at the words, to try to be completely focused and to put every iota of myself into the tefillah. Just like the famous, famous statement to the Baal Shem Tov regarding Noyach. Hashem said to Noyach, you and everything you have should go into the ark. And the Balshemta said the word teva means ark, the word teva means word. That when a person is davening, the person has to put their entire self into the tefillah. From head to toe, my hands, I'm not thinking of my fingers, my fingernails, my skin, my art, nothing. Everything is going into the concentration that I'm putting into those words. This is just a, a slight inkling of what Rabbi Nezal teaches us in that chapter and in other chapters about a person davening be'emes, real tefillah. Questions? In regards to the mistake that Yosef's brothers made, how does a tzaddik know, especially when, let's say, a quick decision has to be made, if he's doing the right thing or not. For example, in the case of Pinchas, right, it turns out he did do the right thing. But is it possible to suggest that at the, that moment he didn't really know he was making like his best judgment at the time? <clears throat> How can one? The, the, the answer is yes. The answer is yes, possibly, meaning that at the time that a tzaddik is taking certain steps, making certain choices and decisions, Sometimes, even for him, it's very delicate, very delicate. The case of Pinchas, who went ahead and murdered a, a, a Nasi of a Shevet, who both on a physical level and a spiritual was very, very, very powerful, very, very high, and Pinchas made the right choice, Or Hashem. And in the case of the brothers of Yosef HaTzadik, Rav Nosnazal is going to continue, and he's going to tell us that when it comes to Machloikas, especially when it comes to machloikas. When in doubt, do without. And when you're sure, do without. Unless you are pinchas, unless you're on the highest, highest level of tzaddik, keep back 2,000 feet. Don't do it. Don't do it. Stay, avoid getting involved in machloikas as much as possible. And, and again, this is the effort, this is where tefillah comes in, 
pleading, begging Hashem, searching for the emes. That this search for the emes, as long as we're living in this world, we know we're surrounded by sheker. The sheker of the non-Jews, the sheker of the, those Jews who reject Torah completely, and the sheker of those Jews who are studying Torah and have not yet achieved, have not yet struggled enough and purified themselves to be able to really, really to know the emes. That's yeah, so the point I wanted to bring about the tzaddikim and the story of the Zion Butlers. Is, you know, there can be tzaddikim with individual capabilities across what's mentioned there, but I'm assuming the Echidah and will have across the board all the, all the, you know, discuss what all the Butlers have. Exactly. When we speak about other tzaddikim, very often they're outstanding in certain particular areas usually. Whereas Vitsa, the, the highest law, these Yechidi Adoros, were a composite of everything put together. Moshe Rabbeinu, we know that in the Menorah, in the Beis Hamikdash, there were seven candles which represented the seven shepherds of the Jewish people. Each one is great. Each one is great. Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Aharon, Yosef, David, all of them great. But the Gemara tells us that the three on the right and the three on the left leaned into the middle. They were all subservient to that middle one, which is Moshe Rabbeinu. And just like we talk about the six days of the week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are receiving from the Shabbos that's coming. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday are receiving from the Shabbos that passed. There's a Shabbos. There's a Tzaddik who is Shabbos, who is Kviya Vakaimi, who is established on the highest, highest level. Question in the chat, when, when Emes objected to the creation of man and said that man will be full of Sheker, it seems that the Yetzirah was already going to be present in man. How is it then that Rav Zal says that the Yetzirah came into being as a result of that objection? The answer is that this, this Emes was able to look into the future, was able to have an idea as to what was going to be. And based on that, be able to say that man will be bad. But it wasn't able to see that within all of that darkness, with all of that bad, there's going to be a light. And there's going to be a light. And even though the darkness compared to the light is going to be thousands or millions of times greater, that little bit of light will be able to dispel all the darkness. That little bit of light is, a, is billions of times more powerful than all of that darkness put together. And this explains why the Medrash says there, Hashem took emes and threw it down. Threw it down where? Oretz. Oretz means the ground. Oretz also means to earth. Hashem knew and understood that the intentions of this emes, which is saying, don't create man, even though it's the opposite of what Hashem wants, its intentions are sincere. It means well. It's, spe- it's telling the truth. It is true that man is going to be full of sheker. Because the moment that the midah of emes evolved from Hashem, the moment it left Hashem and entered into an angel, into anything else, it no longer was equal to Hashem. It no longer was able to perceive Hashem's true, true, deepest intentions. And therefore, this, these angels made a mistake. Their truth is what allowed them to be mistaken. And said not to create men. Because most, it's definitely true. This, on a simple level of truth, you would say it makes perfect sense not to go ahead and create man who's going to be full of lies. But if we go to a higher level truth, 
מאוד עמקו מחשבוי סביס בורך. השם's thoughts are infinitely deep, עד שגם מידס האמס אי אפשר להסכנל. To the point where these angels of Emes cannot perceive Hashem's Emes. It's only the greatest of tzaddikim who come down to this world through their challenges and their choices. And that's why Hashem threw Emes down to the Oretz because this is the solution, this is the tikkun for that lower level emes, which wants truth, it wants to do the right thing, but it cannot understand Hashem's emes. The, 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 the entire tikkun for that lower level emes is in this world, al yudei g'doyle ha-tzadikim, through the greatest of tzadikim, she'oimdim benesyoinois rabem v'atzumim, who withstand and overcome incredible, many, many difficult tests, at she'rak heim zoichim el nekuda so emes l'amitoi, And, and as a result, only they are zeichet to the highest, purest level of truth. Va'al yodom, and through these greatest of tzaddikim, emes me'eretz titzmach. The emes will rise up, will sprout forth from the eretz. Sh'aydezeh yistaknu kol ha'olamois. And through this, these greatest of tzaddikim will perfect and repair all of the worlds. As, as we discussed previously. Paragraph Chafalev, V'yalkein, Bozeh. So what we're saying is that in this world, there are only one in a million. What? That are zelcha to this highest level of emes. So what are the rest? So the rest of us are sheker. What are we supposed to do? V'yalkein, Bozeh ho'ilam, Iker shleimus ho'emes, hi ho'emunah. And therefore, in this world, for the, for, for the rest of, for all of us, and even the greatest of tzaddikim, the real perfection of emes is only when it's combined with emunah. Ki ikr ho emes, hu leida she'i efsher lahasig etzem ho emes. Because the real truth is to realize that we cannot achieve the real, tr- the highest level of truth. Because the essence of truth is Hashem himself. Hashem is emes. And we cannot understand Hashem. Therefore, the, the, the real truth for Jews in this world is to realize that we cannot achieve the highest, purest level of truth. Bebechinas, as it says in many svarim, tachles hayediyah asher loyneida, that the, the ultimate level of knowledge in this world is knowing that you don't know. V'yalkein ikr shleimus ha-emes hu ha And therefore the main perfection of emes for us in this world is emuna. Bebechinas, as the Zohar HaKadosh says, Tzedek, kadeschabres be'emes, isavidas emuna. That when Tzedek and Emes combine, it becomes emuna. Vezeh kol avoidas ha'odom bozeh ha'olam. And this is what our, our whole focus in living in this world is all about. Lovoi lozeh, to get to this level, lizkois le'emes ve'emuna b'shleimus, Be'emes lamitoi, to get to a level of combining emes and emuna to perfection for real, very, very real. However, it's impossible for any of us to get to this level to perfect our emes and emuna without the help and guidance of the greatest of tzaddikim. 
שזכו לזה, הוא achieve this, על ידי יגיוס רבויס, through incredible, incredible struggle and effort. ומי שחופץ באמס לאמיתוי, and a person who's not willing to fool themselves, they're not willing to settle for less, they want the real truth, and the person doesn't allow themselves to be fooled, that person will be able to recognize from the distance where the real truth is. On condition that the person will not be a fool, an idiot, to be arrogant, to say that I know what's right. I know, I learned 50 hours. I learned 500 hours. So I know, I, you can't tell me, I know what's right. And therefore the person will want immediately to understand the tzaddik, to understand why the tzaddik does certain things, why he doesn't do to be able to know what the tzaddik is really all about. Because to be able to realize the real truth of the tzaddikim, their, their emes is something that we cannot perceive. Kayadua, as is known, and as Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in chapter 52 in the second half of the Kudimran. Kiheim nechlolim boyisborach. Because these tzaddikim become part of Hashem Kaviochel. The, the Gemara says, Tzaddikim mizdamnen liyotzram. Tzaddikim emulate Hashem. Vigam machshavoy som omkumoid. And the thoughts and ideas and knowledge of the Tzaddikim is very, very deep. It's way, way above us. Rak alidei ho emes yuchalizko islovoy lemunen. It's only by a person being really, really honest with themselves and honest about myself, realizing how much I don't know and realize that I am not a tzaddik and I am not the tzaddik and, and really knowing my place properly, through that the person will be able to get to a level of, to start with emuna. Sheyovin alideho emes, which the person will, will understand through this level of honesty and sincerity, if the person will want to look carefully at the real truth, the person will understand that it's 100% proper to believe in these tzaddikim. Even if I don't understand everything that they're saying and doing, even if I don't... And then, if a person will start off with a certain degree of honesty about themselves, they won't fool themselves thinking that they're already in a position to judge and to quote. And the person will be really, really honest about themselves and, and, and looking at things honestly, carefully. And if you don't know, don't say you know. Don't look at a person and say, I see the shekhin on his face. How do you know what the Shekhinah, what are you, crazy? Who told you what the Shekhinah, that you can, you can make such a statement? And, and, and a person will have, start off with that Nekud of Emes. And then with that Emes realize that, that in approaching Hashem, in approaching the Tzaddik, a person has to start knowing that I'm not going to understand everything. And just because I don't understand why we have to have eight strings in the tzitzis, what happens, and if it's seven, it's not kosher, the, just because I don't understand doesn't mean I, 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 I can't believe that it's the right thing. And I'll try to learn more, I'll try to understand better whatever I can understand. And through this combination of emes and amuna, the person will achieve shlemus. the person will get to a level of, of perfection. Vezehu biatzmoi, and this also explains Hashem taking emes and throwing it to the oretz. Ki eretz hi emuna. Because the term eretz is associated with emuna. Bechinas, as it says in Tehillim, shchon eretz ure'e emuna. Live in the land 
and be nourished with emuna. As Rabbi Nezal brings this in several places in Likud Emran. And it's for this reason that emuna is called Eretz. Because where is there a need for emuna? Down here in Eretz, in the world. Not up there in heaven. Down here is where you need emuna. This world, which is the furthest thing away from achieving the real understanding of Hashem's true wisdom. And yet it's down here on earth, in this earthly earth, that the tzaddikim are zeichet to be masig ho emes lamitoi. They zeichet to achieve the highest level of emes by constantly strengthening themselves in faith and realizing, I don't know. And through the I don't know, getting to higher levels of knowledge and higher. That's why Hashem threw the emes down to the oretz. So that the emes will become clarified and purified and refined through emuna. Through the greatest of tzaddikim, who are the ones who have this and can teach us this. As it says about Moshe Rabbeinu, when he went to do battle against Amalek, it says his hands were lifted up in a display of emuna. And through emuna, a person gets to the real, real truth, kol echod lefi madre gosoi, each and every person on their level. Note, the Pasuk, Rav Nosenzal doesn't quote the rest of the Pasuk there. It says, vayhi yodav emuna ad boi hashemesh, until the sun set. And Rabbi Nosenzal has a whole chapter on the Imran that the sun is light. When the sun is shining, I see, the sun shining means I see clearly. I understand fully. Before a person is able to understand completely, they need to start with emuna. As it says also, I start off with emuna, and then by showing faith in Hashem, by showing faith in the tzaddik, eventually I get to understand Hashem. I get to understand the tzaddik. I get to know more and more. Any questions? A question. All tzaddikim are being mevarer berurim. What more than that can the few greatest tzaddikim? You have jewelers who are dealing in pieces of jewelry that are worth $300, $500, $800, $1,000. You have jewelers that are dealing in jewelry that starts with a million dollars and 12 million and a billion dollars. There's levels and levels and levels. There's birurim and there's birurim. There's, a, there's different levels of fine and pure. We know there's fine flour. There's ex, a pen. There are pens, Parker pens. There's a regular Parker pen. There's fine and there's extra fine. There's levels and levels of, of refinement, of purity, and, and in purifying metals and in purifying cholesterol. And in a person achieving fineness, getting rid of all the excesses, getting rid of all the junk, all the negativity, and achieving higher and higher levels of purity, of seeing clear. When a person goes, a person whose vision isn't that good, and they go to an optometrist or to an optician, and the person says, okay, let's see your vision, let's test your vision. They put on those glasses, and they put in this, like, can you see? Yeah, read the letters, read the letters. Now let's try this one. Can you see it better? Oh, that's better. What about if I add this to it? No, now it's a little blurry. So we see there's, there's so many, bigashnias. there are so many levels of refinement. How much more so when it comes to ruchnias, spirituality? Can it be said that there are two kinds of Sahara? One is empowered by complete sheker, and the other by the emes, which is not final, and it's the latter kind that comes into being as a result of the angel's ob- objection. The answer is yes. That's pretty much what Rav Nosenzal described here. These two types, these two, two levels. 
there's a, 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 a real liar, a, sh- a shakar, an obvious liar, and then there's, there's someone who, who would like to be honest, like to be truth, but they don't know the, the real meaning of truth. They don't know the true truth. Wishing everybody a wonderful day. Yeshua should be to get close to the tzaddikim amitiyim, the, the highest level tzaddikim amitiyim, and they should open our eyes to emuna and emes, to all the things so that we shouldn't fool ourselves in any way, Chas